the Ben Coley Podcast. Hi, again, you're listening to episode six. Uh, Welcome back to a new episode of the Ben Coley Podcast. So much good music this week, man. Seriously, got some really, really good stuff. And basically, this podcast, I talk to you about my new favourite under-the-radar artists. I give you my commentary on all the latest music news. I'll give you my favourite song of the past week, and I'll briefly touch on my favourite album of the past week. I can never go into that too much, because I could literally chat all day if I wanted to about my favourite album of the week. Um... But what you're listening to is essentially a snapshot of the past week or so in music. Uh, So if you're like me, and you love all sorts of genres, you kind of listen to anything, you're turned on by all sorts of music, then this is a quick pit stop for you, where you can touch base with some different styles and just download some stuff. You've got some new stuff to listen to, because nothing, there's nothing that sucks more than listening to the same stuff all the time that you're getting bored of, and you you need some new fire in your library but you don't really know where to turn to and everything you're listening to is either a bit bland or a bit forgettable or it's just not really um it's not really scratching that itch um so yeah this is a good opportunity for you to download some new music um a little preamble before i start if there's any artists that you want to run past me please do so I sometimes have a few people pop up to me randomly throughout the week saying, Ben, check this out, check this out. And I love that. So thank you very much for that. Uh, and if you want to do that, hit me up on any of my socials. So that's at BenColey97 on Twitter or on Instagram. It's underscore BenColey. Or there's a crafty little email, the Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, in terms of copyright, I've reached out to all the unsigned artists. They've all been contacted and they've said to me that they're the copyright holders of their music and that they're fine for me to uh, use their music so you'll be hearing snippets of their songs which makes for a better podcast you get more out of it they get some positive coverage off me so happy days win-win for everyone as well all the links for the artists for the unsigned artists that you're going to be hearing are going to be uh, in the description so if you like what you hear please Follow the links, go and listen to their stuff again, download their music, check them out at local gigs if they're performing, and just follow them. Keep up to date with them, because the whole idea is that I give you new bands, new artists that you can go and follow, engage with, and hopefully, 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 you discover your new favourite artist. Who knows? Let's get straight in, though. I've got some good stuff for you this week. I've been I've been searching high and low, as I always do, um, to find some really good unsigned artists that genuinely excite me i'm not just giving you stuff that i'm like not too keen on this but it will do it will make for good content um i give you unsigned artists three unsigned artists every week that i think are sick i've been so excited to share these guys with you i wanted to start with them they're a rock trio from blackpool called strange bones they are disgusting they're absolutely feral they write this really brittle, abrasive, guttural-sounding rock music that's drawing off influences like Royal Blood, The Hives, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. It's that sort of thing. They put together these riffs that sound like they come out of some sort of dirty laboratory. It's like some weird science experiment where you try and create the dirtiest riff you can and out come strange bones. They're really exciting. It's, It's like putting riffs from the hives to hell and back that's what it sounds like it's the hives riffs that are even heavier even muddier even more punchy somehow 
So let's get straight into this. Yeah, this is this is huge. Snake Pit, Strange Bones. Yes, it starts pretty relaxed, doesn't it? At first, you kind of, you almost led into a bit of a false sense of security, but you can hear these sirens in the background just whirring. And it's kind of this almost like impending chaos that's about to happen. There's, so yeah, like I said, there's some background sirens. There's this simple hi-hat that's going on in the background. And you can hear this kind of like suspended guitar chord that's like plucked. And there's a little bit of reverb on there. It's a little bit echoey. Um, and then in comes oh, this riff that is just disgusting. It's so heavy and brash, and the vocal scream is so intimidating. It sounds so good. They just explode out of the gates. Um, I love it when they break down into the verse riff as well. Dun 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 dun. dun. Uh, it's kind of this little groovy Arctic, Arctic Monkey style riff that's played quite tight. It's almost like vacuum packed. It's not leaving much room for manoeuvre. It's played nice and tight, but it sounds really good. And there's this is supporting what the lead singer's doing. And I will best describe it as kind of like this Frank Carter style verse melody um, where it's got this great melody, but then it occasionally kind of um, breaks out into these sort of like demented shouts and it just sounds so, um, so passionate. I, I just absolutely love it. The same riff can be heard going into the chorus. It's pretty safe to say, though, that they spice it up a little bit. And then we get to the drop down, uh, and it sees the band returning to the original opening guitar sound, which started off the whole song, so this kind of like uh, picked uh, suspended chord, but then they just fire off again, they go off on another mad one, it's relentless this song, and it's only three minutes, but it's just like such a sucker punch to the face, it's ridiculous. Listen out at the end for these layered screams as well. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. Just these screams that are quite literally just layered on top of each other, almost in like a cannon. Um, and you've got these sickening guitar feedback sounds as well. And it just, it's a statement. It's a statement from a band that are saying, we don't just write music that's heavy, but we write great songs and the heaviness supports the song.
they've got quite a few gigs coming up. Norwich, Derby, Leeds, Liverpool, Cardiff, Sheffield, Newcastle, Dundee, Middlesbrough, Scunthorpe, Exeter, and St. Albans. And St. Albans is only about a half an hour drive from where I am at the moment. So I'm probably going to try and head to see them. The website with all of these dates on is going to be in the description. So don't forget to go and check that out. So yeah. Absolutely insane. I love those guys. That song there was Snake Pit, Strange Bones. Okay, next up is another great artist. Uh, This time a lot softer than Strange Bones. It's a guy called Sam Varlow. And he's a singer-songwriter that writes a really nice mix of soul, blues. Um, There's also some acoustic singer-songwriter stuff in there. And ultimately some soft rock stuff as well. He's kind of blurring the boundaries a little bit. Uh, And all of his songs, I think, have a lot of warmth, a lot of soulfulness, and it's his voice that really draws me in. That's kind of the focal point of all of these songs. Uh, So yeah, Sam Varlow, and he's already had a lot of interest from BBC Introducing in Lincolnshire, but he hasn't got any gigs as of yet. Not that I've seen anyway. Make sure you go and follow him though, so you can check him out. The track that I'm going to play for you is These Days. It starts with this twangy sounding guitar, quite a bluesy guitar, and makes a lot of use of these chromatic blues notes, a lot of Uh, hammer-ons, a lot of pull-offs. It's also quite a folky style as well. And I love the subtle rock organ that you hear at the start. It's just in the background, quite subtle, quite low down in the mix. But this rock organ really adds a lot to it for me. I feel like rock organs, they have to be used with a lot of consideration because rock organs can sound a little bit cliche. And they can kind of, they're quite, they're such a distinctive sound that they can detract from the song that's, um, the song that's being presented to you. But I think it's used quite tastefully here. Uh, There's a real simple chord progression that rolls round and round, allowing Sam Varlow to kind of craft this quite breezy melody, Um, but it cuts straight through the bass and the drums that soon joins in with the song. His voice really does take centre stage, and it's mixed so well that his voice just sits on top of everything perfectly. So check out his voice, see what you think of it, I'm sure you'll love it. Uh, But in Sam's lower registers... If I'm honest, I'm hearing a little bit of, like, kind of a Chris Cornell croon, which I think that's possibly the best compliment that I could give to any male vocalist. You know, if if your voice is reminding me of Chris Cornell, that's pretty cool, because, you know, he's a great vocalist. is really strong as well. Uh, Subtle harmonies, and I love the lyrics, your life is not as hard as you think it is. Um, That's kind of the sort of main hook of the chorus. It's super satisfying, and I love the the harmonies that come in with that. And the keyboard becomes a lot busier in the chorus as well. You can hear the keyboard kind of interjects every now and then, in between the brief gaps with the rest of the instrumentation. Now here's the solo, 
and this is a very classic rock, bluesy sounding solo, but it's delivered really precisely and it's played so confidently. I'm assuming this is played by Sam, um, which props to him if it is. In terms of instrumentation, I think that's part of the charm. The fact that there's not much going on means that there's a lot of room for Sam's vocals and for the songwriting, um, because every instrument that's featured in these days kind of serves a purpose and supports what Sam's doing. And Sam is just very much at the fore of this song. He takes centre stage, and so he should do, because he's got such an amazing voice. And ultimately, I think These Days is a great song, and you'll listen to it and you'll think, oh, I really want to go and check out some of his deeper cuts, check out some more of his material. So fair play. Here's another band that I'm really excited about. They're a band, a rock band from Leicester. They've got a lot of class, these boys. You've got Ryan Dunn on vocals and guitar. Uh, you've got Ben Gooch on guitar, you've got uh, Richard Sorby on bass and Danny Wright on drums. Uh, so Ryan, Ben, Richard and Danny are making a really good sound. Um, they describe themselves as four working class lads, uninspired by today's music charts, writing real music. I second that, fair play, they are writing real music, it's great to hear. Uh, and they're brought together by a mutual love for British subculture. The track that I'm going to be sharing with you is called Have You Found Forever Now? Go and check out a video that they've also put onto their all their social medias, onto their YouTube, because it's featuring Cassie Bradley from Coronation Street. I'm not a soap star, I'm not into my Corrie, I'm not into my EastEnders, I'm not into my, what else is it, Hollyoaks, all of that. Um, but... Fair play, that's like a celebrity, isn't it? In the music video, so I've got time for that. This is an absolute belter of a tune, um, and it's the sound of a band that have clearly spent a lot of time writing songs, scrapping the songs, going back to the drawing board, you know, coming back, working on the blueprint, writing another song, tweaking it, scrapping it, writing again, writing again, and they've just kept rehearsing and writing. That's when you get a song like this come out. I've heard Ed Sheeran describe songwriting as kind of like turning on a, a, a dirty tap. And when you turn on sort of the tap, at first, all that flushes out of the tap is sort of this dirty water or songs that aren't that good. But then after a while, the water keeps running, keeps running, and it starts to run clear. And that's when you get the good songs come through. And you can tell that these guys have just really worked on what they're doing. Check this out.
yeah, it's super polished, super well produced. The drums come in at the start uh, and they're very kind of floor tom heavy. So I was expecting it to be a bit heavier than what it actually is, but it's actually kind of joined at the start by these acoustic and electric guitars that are quite soft with a little bit of reverb. And I think that Ryan has such a great switch, the lead singer has such a great switch between his chest voice, which kind of sounds quite Gallagher, quite Liam Gallagher-esque, and then he switches to his falsetto. And I think he uses it perfectly in this track. He doesn't, he doesn't do it too much, it's not overbearing. Uh, so the chorus is sick. I love the lyrics, I've been up all night, long in my mind, which I kind of find to be, the, these lyrics tend to be, for me, the centerpiece of the chorus. There's kind of subtle electric guitar that creeps in as well that you can hear chiming away quite low down in the mix. That added a lot for me. Uh, and the melody is just so good, so good. Have you found Forever Now, those lyrics, is such a good hook. Yeah, and here's the drop down now, and I love the kind of real wet sounding reverb that you get from the lead guitar, and there's a bit of tremolo as well, and you find Ryan reinforcing the same melody, but it's kind of it's kind of centered around one note. Dun 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 dun. He's kind of like hammering that home. <laughs> They've got a really familiar sound about them. They've got that, when I first listened to them, I thought, oh, I, I feel like I've heard them before. And obviously I haven't, but it's got that familiarity, um, which just goes to show that, you know, they're clearly drawing off a lot of their influences and presenting them quite obviously, but their songs are so strong that none of that really matters. It holds up so nicely. They're absolutely insane. And I think that out of all the songs I've shown you today, this is probably the best written song, the most polished, well-produced song. Have you found Forever Now, Gazelle? It's top draw. They just played this uh, this Friday, just gone, in Birmingham at the Castle and Falcon. That was supporting The Novus, who are a band that I've already spoken about in this podcast. They're a band that I've already uh, gone in depth on. So I'm sure that was a sick gig. I haven't seen any more gigs that they've announced, but like I said, check out their link in the description. Go and follow them, and I'm sure they'll be gigging again really soon. Plenty of music news. Billie Eilish is going to be working on the new James Bond song for No Time to Die, which is the last Daniel Craig James Bond film that's coming out, and it's going to be sick. Um, she's the youngest artist in history to ever record the song. She's just turned 18. That's outrageous, to be fair. Um... I just don't, I don't understand how 
anyone can be doing that at that age. It's such an immense responsibility. And apparently the song's been recorded already, and there's been some sort of murmurings that the song's incredible, and that it's very emotionally aware, and that it's tapping into the emotion of the film perfectly. I can imagine it being insane as well. Billie Eilish obviously has this very characteristic whispered delivery for all her vocals, almost got some gothic elements as well, some sort of... Um, yeah, these kind of gothic elements that creep in, and I think it would suit uh, like a James Bond song perfectly because you want James Bond songs to have something about them, to be really well written songs, but to have an edge, to have this gothic element to them. I think she's going to absolutely nail it. I can't see how uh, Billie Eilish with her voice and her brother Phineas with his production skills, I can't see how that's not going to help sell the film, and I can't see how it's going to be of a detriment at all. Um, also, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees have been announced for this year, for 2020. Some pretty good names, some pretty good inductees. Nine Inch Nails, Whitney Houston, Depeche Mode, T-Rex, The Notorious Big, The Doobie Brothers. It's pretty cool. There's some really good inductees there. Nine Inch Nails, I'm surprised they haven't been inducted already. And the same goes for Depeche Mode as well. Both of these artists, I'm surprised it's taken this long to induct them, but there you go. Also found out a little fact that Rage Against the Machine have never been inducted. What's all that about? Why is why is that not a thing? I haven't really got more to say on that, but come on, sort it out. The live performances for the Brit Awards have been announced. Mabel, Stormzy, Billie Eilish, Lewis Capaldi and the Harry Styles are all going to be playing at the Brits. Which is quite expected. I think all of these artists were kind of always going to uh, do the Brits. But I'd love it if Billie Eilish came out and did a really creepy, freaky performance and makes a real statement at the Brit Awards. No doubt as well, she'll probably be picking up the award for Best International Female Artist. If she doesn't, I'd be so surprised. And I'll be really interested to see Storms' performance as well. I'm sure, you know, the Brit Awards is a great platform for him. It's on national TV. It's a great chance for him to, again kind of, you know, put put a real spellbounding performance together. Okay, my song of the week. This week is from Lauv. Lauv is sick. There's so many of his songs I love. He brought out I'm Lonely, which featured... Oh, what's her name? What's her name? I'm Lonely with Anne-Marie. That was amazing. And also I'm So Tired with Troy Sivan. That was such a good song. And Lauv has just brought out another great pop song. And that is all what these songs are. There's nothing more to it. I wish I could try and describe these songs in immense detail and, you know, make it sound all fancy and say, oh, he's doing this, he's doing this. He's just doing solid pop songs that are just super catchy, no messing around. So anyway, his song of the week is called Tattoos Together. And it's taken off his upcoming 21-track album. Uh, called I'm Feeling, which is out on March the 6th, so not too, not too long to wait. He's already dropped quite a few songs off it. I think he's already dropped five, six, maybe seven tracks off that. It's a real simple song, plods along with a pretty simple offbeat bass line that descends down. It's got quite a rigid beat that's behind it, supporting it. And any form of echo or resonance is kind of sapped out of this. It's almost like it's this real highly produced, vacuum-packed sound. But it really fits the song and the emotions that Lau's trying to convey, which is very much this kind of adolescent, breezy, laid-back attitude 
let's just get a tattoo, let's celebrate our love, even if we break up it doesn't matter because we've got something to remember our little fling by. So Lauv is singing quite low in his register, it makes for quite a breathy, uh, whispery sound, and it's a very intimate sounding vocal, which I think really works for sort of the overall song. I wouldn't be surprised if he actually sang a separate vocal line, but it was actually whispered and he whispered into the microphone reinforcing the lyrics because you do get this real breathy sound um and like i said it's a great it's a great premise that the song's got falling in love with someone in portland getting a tattoo together to remember each other by and even if it's a little bit too soon to be getting a tattoo they've had a bit of fun it's all a bit of a laugh so it's a real fun and charming track the chorus is super infectious i love the vocal harmonies that are just kind of scattered throughout it particularly the pre-chorus the pre-chorus is really strong it's a great setup and overall tattoos together has real minimal production there's not much going on but lauv is really clever at working in a lot of really solid vocal arrangements and also the sounds that he does use he executes really well he just makes use of quite minimal production but the songs still hold up it sounds great Okay, my album of the week is Theophilus London, Bebe. Massive shout out to Adam Kirk. Um, he messaged me about this album and he, he gave me a few albums to listen to. And I've had to listen to quite a few. I've had to listen to the new uh, Mac Miller album, Circles, which I thought was beautiful. thought that was great. New Eminem album's out, which, yeah. Hmm. Not keen on that. He dropped it randomly. Music to Murder 2. It's just more of the same Eminem. Just rapping about how he's hates the haters. And, you know, he's just... Oh, he's just... I don't know. He's just lost his charm for me. He's also got a lyric in his new album where he says, I'm dropping bombs like I'm waiting outside an Ariana concert. Of course, kind of alluding to the Manchester bombings that happened. I'm just a bit like... There's, there's, you know, there's writing lyrics that aren't very tasteful, and then there's just being outright offensive. I know that this is nothing new. Eminem has always been a bit of a head-turner with his lyrics. He's always been a bit close to the bone. I get it. He's been a bit below the belt. It's what Eminem does. And it, also, here I am talking about him on my podcast, so, you know, he's won, hasn't he? All publicity is good publicity. But, come on, man, it's really... What's what's he now? He's 45, something like that. He doesn't need to be rapping about stuff like that. It just seems a bit nonsensical. Anyway, Eminem dropped a new album. Had a listen to that. Wasn't overly keen. But there's been some great albums that have been released. But Theophilus, uh, Theophilus London has dropped a really good album. Shout out to Adam Kirk for that. I appreciate this, man. Uh, it's a hip-hop album. In essence, I suppose, but it's got some really nice funk nuances that are thrown into the mix. So, uh, Theophilus London, oh man, he's, he's such a mouthful to say. I'm just going to call him Theo, okay, for short. Theo uh, is a Trinidadian born rapper, but I feel like it's just wrong to pigeonhole this album and sign it off as being a hip hop album because it's so much more than that and it really is pushing the boundaries and is kind of defying genre expectations for a hip hop album. It's a 13 track long album and it's really strong throughout. I listened to all of it and you just get this real sense of warmth and happiness after you've listened to it. So yeah, like I said, he's drawing off some real avant-garde ideas. The opening track Leon is where I want to start. 
Um, it features Christian Hamilton and it's instantly infectious. It was a really good choice for an opening track, I think. The hook, You Took So Long, I Don't Think You Know, is an instant earworm. And uh, Theo uses these... Um, well, he uses auto-tune really tastefully. He doesn't use it in this way that's distracting or anything like that. It really works for the song. And it's backed up by quite a sort of distorted hip-hop, almost trap-influenced beat. And there's this really cinematic motif that plays round and round, which really works. I also love the Caribbean reggae-inspired marching, uh, which makes use of some real triumphant horn sections. And there's this constant metallic drum sounds that seems to be going around throughout. I don't know what instrument it is. It might be like a steel pan drum, something that's perhaps native to Caribbean. It's like a native instrument that they use. Uh, it's, it's amazing. It really works really well. Again, another example of him drawing off so many different influences and using quite a rich instrumental palette to bring his albums to life. Only You is also great. It features none other than Kevin Parker, Tame Impala, who actually does a couple of tracks on this album, and it really works nicely. And also, what a credit to have Tame Impala on your album. From the off, you can hear the Kevin Parker fingerprints all over it. You've got these uh, drum sounds that are quite heavily affected with a lot of echo on them. And you can also hear some, some sort of subtle synths that are worked in that no doubt Kevin has had a massive hand on. Um, but it's actually this track, Only You, is a cover of Stephen uh, Monique's 1984 Afro Boogie song. Um, and it's so good, it's such a good version of it, because I haven't heard this song in ages. I'm sure many people have heard the original. If you haven't, you'll, you'll probably recognise it in some capacity. It's a song that's obviously been around for a while. But I love that Theo puts his own spin on it. It's got some real funky bass, some upbeat, sprightly piano, and like I said, the subtle synths that I reckon Kevin Parker probably helped produce really work for it. Give You was a great song as well. It's got this wobbling synth um, and it's supported by this real deep bass drum and quite heavily affected hand claps that when they come in it kind of almost takes over the mix but they kind of fizzle out really quickly. The synth loop that's played is so good as well. It's this real groove laden synth loop and the vocals of Theophilus and Jermaine are amazing. Those vocals work really nicely for me. Listen for the switch. About it's probably about halfway through this track, halfway through, maybe just after halfway through, and the bass, or the bass line that is played by the synth originally switches to a real heavy, deep bass guitar sound. It's a really nice switch, it works quite well. Overall, it's really good, and I think that uh, Theophilus London has delivered an album that has a lot more to unpack as well. You, each time you listen to it, there's something new that jumps out at you. So that's episode six of the Ben Kelly podcast. Thanks very much for listening. Remember the three artists that I've been flogging for this episode, Strange Bones, Sam Varlow and Gazelle. All of them I really like. You need to go and check them out. The links are in the description section. Thank you very much. Catch you next time. The Ben Kelly podcast.